It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Chester A. Riley is a good husband and a loving father. But there are some who think he should have been born a hundred years ago, judging by his stern Victorian attitude toward his 17-year-old daughter, Babs. Right now, we find Babs tangling with her father on the subject of boyfriends. But, Daddy, why must you take that attitude? I'm not serious about Simon Vanderhopper. He, he's just a, a friend. So what harm is there if he visits my home? I'll tell you what harm it is. That Simon is a boy who... He's a boy who... Well, what? He's a boy. That's enough. <laughs> Besides, he's a lazy loafer. He'll never amount to anything. But, Daddy, Simon's only 22. 22. Do you realize that when I was 22, your mother was supporting me and a baby? <laughs> that is, I was supporting your mother. This Simon's a lazy good-for-nothing. Well, he is not. He's in business for himself. He sells bubble gum. Yeah, some business. A mouth-to-mouth -mouth salesman. <laughs> Oh, Riley, I don't want to get into this battle, but you really ought to be fair, dear. Now, Simon seems like a nice boy, and he acts like a gentleman. Well, Mother's right. Simon's not like all the other boys. He never tries to kiss a girl. On top of everything else, he's a dope, too. <laughs> the main thing is, I just don't like his face. Well, every man can't be good-looking. You ought to know that. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I mean, that there's something that Simon's face... Well, it, it, it reminds me of a mean guy I used to work for back in Brooklyn. Skinflint Griffin, that was his name. Griffin? Yeah. Oh, the man who ran that candy factory? Yeah. What's he got to do with all this? That Griffin hounded me every day I worked in that candy factory. Three years I slaved for him. I was a chocolate milker. <laughs> What? I never told you why that Griffin fired me. Daddy, what's all this to do with Simon? Griffin framed me. He accused me of drilling holes in five pounds of chocolate cherries and sucking out the syrup with a straw. <laughs> oh, forget it. Uh, then I tried to get a job in a licorice factory, but he called him up and blackballed me. <laughs> oh, I still don't see why I can't invite Simon over to my home for a purely intellectual evening. I told you, every time I look at Simon, I think of Griffin. And when I think of Griffin, I get mad at Simon. So don't you ever let me catch him in this house. But jeepers, Daddy... Babs, that's final. I have made up my head. Now, Simon, turn on that lamp and go home. I shouldn't have let you in the house in the first place. Now, please go. Very well, Barbara. I'll put on the light. The better to drink in your incredible beauty. But I don't want to go. I can't live without you. You're my everything. Simon, what's that popping noise? It's my bubble gum. It always does that when I'm excited. <laughs> Daddy will be here soon. Simon, you'll just have to go. All day long, all I do is think about you. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't work. And I like to eat and sleep. <laughs> Say you'll marry me, Barbara. I love you madly. Simon, I, I, I don't know what to say. This is all so sudden. That's the way I am. I look like a big, quiet lake. 
But I got a terrific undertow. <laughs> Can't you see what I'm trying to say, Barbara? I love you madly. <laughs> I'm flattered, Simon, but I'm not in love with you. I, I just like you. But if my father catches you here, you'll... Well, what has he got against me? Well, you see, Simon, it's your face. My face? But, but your father doesn't have to look at me. I know how we can make him happy. We can sit in the dark. Simon, don't touch that lamp. You never acted this way before. I can't help myself. Just being near you sets me on fire. Simon? Let me put it another way. I love you madly. It's no use, Simon. My father's got an idea that you're, well, not successful enough. Well, how can he say that? I'm ambitious. Only today I got a new sideline. I'm going to sell greeting cards. Greeting cards? You know, Easter greeting cards, also Christmas cards and New Year's, and wedding and birth announcements. Well, is there much money in that, Simon? Oh, I'll say there is. Would you like to be partners with me, Barbara? Gee, I could use some extra money. Things are pretty tough for Daddy, and I hate to always ask him for stuff. All right, Simon, I'll do it. Oh, that's wonderful. It'll be great, us working together. Why, if you'll go around with me, you'll see I'm no ordinary kid. I mean business. Well, we'll have to keep this a secret for my folks. They wouldn't like it. Well, we'll start selling cards tomorrow. Oh, I'm so happy I could pop. Oh, I'd like to get you on a slow boat to Flatbush. <laughs> my father. Quick, Simon, hide. No, hide, hide. Where, where? Hey, Junior, babe. There. No, 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 here, behind the couch. Oh, all right. It's awful tight back here. Shh. where? Oh. Oh, here you are, honey. Oh, oh Daddy. Hello. Uh, what's the matter, Babsy? Why are you acting so funny? Funny? Me? You alone? Well, why do you ask that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm glad you ain't mad at me because I won't let you see that simple Simon. Believe me, I know best. <laughs> oh, Daddy, Simon's all right. Uh, he might be okay, but I guess I'm just allergic to him. He reminds me of that mean boss I had. Then I get a tight feeling in my brain like any minute something's going to snap. There, you see? <laughs> Just talking about it, it happens. I... Wait a minute, that wasn't my brain that snapped. <laughs> that sounded like bubblegum. Babs, are you chewing bubblegum? Oh, well, come in the kitchen, Daddy. I'll make you a cup of coffee. Wait a minute. Where there's bubblegum, there's that blowhard Simon. Where is he, Babs? Where is he? Oh, there I am, Mr. Riley, behind the couch. So, the minute my back is turned, you... Get out from behind there, you couch slouch. <laughs> Mr. Riley, if you'd only try to like me, I'm sure that you'd Simon, find that I... get out of this house. Yes, sir. I'm going. I'm out. going. Goodbye, Barbara. Please mail me my hat. And stay out. I don't want my daughter going around with no 22-year-olds. And don't come back here till you're younger. <laughs> you on the porch? Who's that? Oh, oh, it's you, Gillis. I was just out in the backyard to get these here logs for my fireplace. Well, what is that? Eucalyptus logs? They don't burn nearly as good as oak. Yeah, I know, but I ain't got no choice. All you got in your backyard is eucalyptus. <laughs> They're my logs? Well, you got a nerve, Gillis, helping yourself to my... Relax, Riley. We're next-door neighbors, ain't we? You're gonna begrudge me making a little fire with your wood? Do I begrudge you smelling my smoke? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Gillis. I, I guess I was hasty. I, I apologize. Okay, but next time, watch yourself. I don't like Budinskis. 
Which, which brings me to another point. You made a big mistake with your daughter and Simon. Who says I made a big mistake? I do. I heard the whole thing while I was sitting on your porch. <laughs> I can see the headlines already. Irate father drives daughter's boyfriends away. Lonely daughter leaves home. Uh, <laughs> go on. My babs ain't leaving home on account of a boyfriend. She loves her home. She wouldn't be the first. Poor homeless girls, defenseless, penniless, drifting lower and lower. Killer, stop it. I can't stand it. If only their fathers hadn't been so cruel to them. I once knew a girl like that, alone, friendless, desperate. She got so she didn't even want to go on living. What happened to her? She married me. <laughs> but not every girl can be so lucky. Wait a minute, Gillis. I let Babs have boyfriends. Only that Simon, well, he's not good enough for my sweet bed. Get smart, Riley. If you chase Simon away, that'll only drive the two of them closer together. Why don't you be diplomatic? You mean hit him? <laughs> no, no, he's too little. I mean kill him off with kindness. Throw Babs and him together. All the time. If she sees too much of him, she'll get sick of him. Yeah. Say, that's a great idea. I'll fix it so she'll see nothing but Simon, Simon, Simon. Before I get through, Babs will be Simonized. <laughs> and then Mother Daddy actually threw Simon out of the house. I was never so humiliated in all my life. Oh, that man. Why should he dislike Simon so? Sometimes I think you're Hello, father... Dumplin. Hello, Babsy. Where is that sweet darling Simon? Now, don't tell me he's gone. You know very well he's gone. You made him go. I made him go? Now, what gave you that idea, Babs? Oh, don't try to deny it, Riley. Babs told me what happened. Your exact words were get out and stay out. And that's why he left? <laughs> why, he's oversensitive. Babs, you've you got to have Simon over again some night. I love that boy like my own son. Riley, just what are you up to this time? You love Simon? Since when? Now, Peg, just because you don't like the boy, don't make me a party to it. What? I'm the type father who don't butt in, as Babs very well knows. Well, I never. Daddy, you mean Simon can actually come here in the future? Who's talking about the future? We'll have him here tomorrow. What's the little angel's phone number? <laughs> Here, have some more of this spinach, Simon, darling. Well, okay, sir. That's good for you. Full of iron. I ate so much spinach when I was a boy that when I went out in the rain, I got rusty. Oh, <laughs> Daddy. Gee, Mr. Riley, it was wonderful of you to invite me. Well, that's the way I am, Simon. Wonderful. I want you to feel that this house is your home. Why, I may even give you a key. <laughs> oh, gee, that's swell, Mr. Riley. Uh, uh, Mr. Riley isn't really serious about the key, Simon. Oh, I guess that would be going a little too far. Why not just leave the front door open? <laughs> Gosh, Barbara, and I thought your father didn't like me. Daddy's hard to understand sometimes. Not like you? Well, of course I like you, Simon. You're ambitious. You're starting small, but someday you'll be making your own chewing gum. And the name of Vanderhopper will be on the tip of everybody's tongue. <laughs> I hope so. But I was thinking of changing my name for business reasons. Vanderhopper is too long. Well, I don't know. I, I like it. Don't you, Babs? Babs Riley Vanderhopper. 
Musical. Oh, Daddy. Originally, our family name was much longer. It was Van de Griffenhopper. Well, yeah, that that is a pretty long name, Van de Griffin. <laughs> what was that name again? Van de Griffenhopper. Uh, Daddy, please pass the bread. Now, there were three brothers. My father changed it to Van de Hopper. Another brother calls himself Hopper. And the third brother calls himself Griffin. <laughs> Griffin? Yes, sir. He's in the candy business in Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> candy business? Uh, 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 Simon, uh, have you seen any movies lately? Let's go and see one now. I'll bet he's a nice fellow, your Uncle Griffin. Oh, why, you love him. He tells the funniest stories. You know, once he discovered all the chocolate cherries had holes drilled in them and somebody had sucked out the syrup. <laughs> of dinner? I had no idea you were such a movie fan. Wait! Go on, Simon. You were saying somebody sucked out the syrup. Did your uncle tell you who? Yeah. There was some big baboon working for him. <laughs> oh, dear. Now I broke a plate. My uncle said this fellow should have been named Opium. He was such a dope. <laughs> he did, did he? Simon... Get out of this house. Oh, oh, Daddy, please. Oh, Mr. Riley, did I say something? Get out of this house. Oh, but why, Mr. Riley? I thought you loved me. The honeymoon is over. <laughs> well, we'll bring you the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. And now, here she is, the glamour girl of 49. I'm Tallulah the tube of frown, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me, Tallulah the tube of frown shampoo. Yes, folks, Tallulah's right. Prell Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo leaves hair radiant the very first time you use it. More radiant than any soap shampoo. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. For hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, try Prell the very next time you shampoo. Before we hear more about Riley's feud with Simon, this is Ken Niles with a word about a wonderfully funny motion picture. Yes, The Life of Riley is finally coming to the screen as a universal international picture. You'll get a lot of pleasure in seeing all your favorite Life of Riley characters in this hilarious movie, starring Riley himself, William Bendix. Now, Prell Shampoo brings you the second act of The Life of Riley. An hour after Riley threw Simon out, Babs slipped quietly out the back door carrying a suitcase. Simon was waiting, breathless with excitement. Together, they rushed off in the darkness. Where? Nobody knows. Oh, Simon, I'm sorry you talked me into this. If Daddy finds out, he'll be furious. I don't care. I'm willing to take my chances, because I love you. Not so loud. Someone will hear you. Let the whole world hear me. I'll shout at the top of my voice. I love you madly. <laughs> How much farther is it? Here we are now. See the sign? Henry Stefanotti, Justice of the Peace. Come on, Barbara. Do you think he'll do it? Sure. He's going to make money out of it. 
Good evening, Judge. My name is Simon. Well, well, well. A handsome young man, a blushing young girl, little suitcase. I know what that means. Oh, oh no, no, you don't understand. We don't want to get married. You don't? Oh, but I thought when I saw the suitcase... Oh, that's full of samples of our greeting cards and wedding announcements. We're selling them. Here's my peddler's license. Oh, I see. Well, why do you come to me? Well, we thought since you marry a lot of couples... And they'll want to tell their friends about it, so we thought maybe you'd like to be our agent and take orders on commission. Oh, oh I see. Well, I'm always willing to make an extra buck. Uh, that, that is, I mean to help young people out. Uh, step into the parlor. <laughs> Oh, but you're so unreasonable, Riley. You can't throw a boy out of the house just like that. Just because you don't think he's good enough for your daughter. Why not? Didn't your father used to throw me out of the house just like that? Your father said I wasn't good enough for you. But in the end, I married you anyway. So what does that prove? It proves that sometimes a father can be right. <laughs> uh, 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 not your father. I, I, I mean, uh, the, the, uh, I, I don't want to discuss it. But, uh, Riley... Oh, now, who can that be? Oh, good evening. Come in. Who is it, Frank? It's got me for you, dear. It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> well, sit down, Digger. You look tired. Did you have a hard day? Oh, yes. I covered a lot of ground. <laughs> I'm thinking of taking in a partner. The load is getting too heavy for one man to carry. Well, you should try and relax during work, Digger. Take a few minutes off and stretch out somewhere. I don't dare. You see, I have a nearsighted assistant. Well, I got my own problems, Digger. You know, being a father is no cinch. All I get is trouble, trouble, trouble. And it'll never end. Oh, yes, it will. Take my word for it. <laughs> but I grant you children are a problem. Take my daughter. Lily Fern? No, Pantagruel. The pretty one. The one who looks like me. <laughs> Poor child. No boyfriends call on her. They absolutely refuse to come to the house. Why? Who knows? You'd think we had a skeleton in our closet. Well, I got different headaches with my daughter. Babs has got boyfriends that I don't want her to have. So she saw me. She's in a room now, sulking. Oh, no. I just saw her on the boulevard with a young man. She? Out with a boy? Who, who is he? Sorry, I didn't recognize the body. <laughs> but as I passed them, I heard him proclaim, Barbara, I love you madly. <laughs> and crack his knuckles with a loud pop. That wasn't knuckles, that was bubblegum. She's out with Simon, and I forbode her to see him. <laughs> I don't blame you. This Simon is certainly no gentleman, letting your daughter carry that heavy suitcase. Uh, well, that's just like him to let Babs carry... carry... Uh, suitcase? What would Babs be doing out with Simon in a suitcase? Digger, they couldn't be... Oh, good heavens, Riley. They're eloping. Eloping? My little Babs, she's so young. That weasel Simon. Oh, you have... you have my sympathy, Riley. The boy's a cad. He should have his ears boxed. And I'm the one to do it. <laughs> Digger, I can't stand here. Peg, Peg, come here, quick. What is it, Riley? What's the matter? What is it? Babs and Elope, they've Simoned. Babs? Uh, Mr. O'Dell, what is he talking about? That's Simon. 
When I get my hands on him, I'll... I'll... I'd better go. But remember, Riley, if you require my help, just call for me. And if Simon requires it, no, in that case, I'll call for him. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. What's this all about? Now answer me. Digger saw Babs eloping with a suitcase. She was carrying Simon. <laughs> Babs eloping? Oh, I don't believe well, it. It's all my fault. I could have made her so happy. Instead of that, I made her get married. We're not sure she's married. Let's look in her room first. Maybe she left a note or something. Yeah, come on. Is anything gone? Her clothes? I can't tell. She always leaves her room in such a mess. Peg, on her dresser, a note. Well, no, it, it's some kind of card. Huh? Oh, yeah, and it says, Peg, listen to this. To my bride-to-be. Today, my love, you'll be my wife and live within my heart. Together, we will go through life never more to part. Twenty-five cents. <laughs> I know it. They get married. This proves it. Married? Oh, no, I don't believe it. She's just a baby. Look. There's one of her little bobby socks on the floor. <laughs> Only this morning, some of her little toes was in it. And now it's empty. Riley, if Babs did do this, you're to blame. You drove her to it. Me? Well, I was only trying to protect her. Don't you know it's normal for a young girl to have boyfriends? It's... it's human nature. Well, that's what I was trying to protect her against. Human nature. <laughs> I'm a failure as a father. My poor little bed the phone. Maybe it's them calling from Niagara Falls. If that Simon tries to reverse the charges, I'll... I'll... Hello? Is Simon Vanderhopper there? No, but I wish he was. Well, the girl who was with him left this phone number. Who is this? Tell him Mr. Stefanotti called. Who? Henry Stefanotti, Justice of the Peace. Justice of the Peace? Yes, they left their license here. License? Yes, and they'll need it. Tell him to pick it up. Goodbye. Hello. Uh, hello. That was the justice of the peace. They forgot their marriage license at his place. Oh, oh, Riley. Yeah. Our little girl married. I'll put an end to that marriage. I'll tear up the license. I'll take that Simon and have him a no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, let's be calm. Let's talk to them first and, and Simon's parents. No, I... Listen, somebody's coming. Quiet, Peg. Gee, Babs, I hope your father isn't home. I don't think he is. I don't see his shoes on the piano. <laughs> it's them. When I lay my hands on him, I... I forbid you to hit him. Promise. Please, just one little punch in the nose. <laughs> After all, he's my son-in-law. No. Now, it's better if we discuss it quietly. Yeah, well, okay. Maybe you're right. I'll hide the suitcase in the... <gasps> Daddy! Ah, good night, Babs. Just a minute, Simon. Riley, please. Uh, well, just a minute, son. Don't go yet. Sit down. Yes, sir. Well? Daddy, Simon and I... Now, please don't get upset, but we went and... Yes, I know all about it. I found this card, and I spoke to that justice of the peace. Oh, Simon, he knows. Mr. Riley, you're not angry? Why shouldn't I be? But, Daddy, it's only temporary. It's only till Easter. <laughs> Easter? Easter nothing. I'm calling it off right now. But we can't call it off. We've already ordered the baby announcements. <laughs> baby announcements? 
announcements. Oh, oh my heavens. Yes, sir. I don't let the grass grow under my feet. <laughs> You were just married. Married? Married? Who, us? What are you talking about, Daddy? We're just selling greeting cards and wedding and birth announcements. But, but the justice of the peace and the license. That's just a peddler's license. Oh, oh, Riley. Oh, and we thought... Gee, oh. I wish Barbara would marry me. I love her madly. Babs, you mean you and Simon didn't get married? Why, Daddy, of course not. I'm still single. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> the Rileys will return in just a moment. When you want your hair to look its radiant best, does soap film and unsightly dandruff spoil its appearance? Then do as millions do. Shampoo with Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Because Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. And even in hardest water, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any other leading cream shampoo. With no dulling soap film. And Prell's economical. Goes farther than any known shampoo because it's more concentrated. Try Prell yourself. As Tallulah says... I'm Tallulah, the tube of Prell, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me, Tallulah, the tube of Prell Shampoo. Riley, yeah. what's that that you... Oh, that's a box of Griffin's chocolate cherries that Simon sent to Babs. Yeah. You didn't take any. Oh, uh, oh no. No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't touch them. <laughs> oh, they, they do look tasty. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think there'd be any harm in trying just one. Oh, no, 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 Peggy. You mustn't mm. touch them. Mmm, they're delicious. Oh, that's funny. There's no syrup inside. <laughs> There's a tiny hole in each chocolate. Riley. I'm innocent, I swear. I didn't do it. Must have been a woodpecker. I swear I'm innocent. Parker and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix will soon be seen as the star of the motion picture, The Life of Riley. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, and Babs is Barbara Eiler. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Now I know why they call it a wonderful soap for dishwashing. It's ivory mild. It's speedy. It's... Yes, of course. It's wonderful ivory snow. And, lady, you can prove that it's wonderful for dishwashing. Your hands will tell you why. Just try ivory snow in your dishpan. When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll be delighted. 
It's ivory mild, ivory pure. And ivory snow is granulated to give you speed, too. There's no soap made that's faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. The only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. There's no other soap like it. For speedier dishwashing, for snow-white hands, try. Wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles reminding you to tune this NBC station every Friday night for Jimmy Durante, Eddie Cantor, Red Skelton, and the life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.